Welcome to the Drum Set Shrink Podcast. My name is Stefano Ashbridge, and this is a show about drummers, drumming, and the challenges that come with playing the drums. Recording acoustic drums is one of the most difficult studio tasks. The final recorded drum sound is due to a combination of the engineers capturing the sound and the drummer's performance, but just as important is the sound of the drums themselves. Unwanted rattles and buzzes can go unnoticed when playing live, but in the studio, microphones pick up everything. The following are some tips to get your drums ready before you enter the recording studio. By the way, these tips are good for keeping your drums in good working order in general, even if you're not headed to the studio. The drum heads. Which drum heads to use on a session are mostly subjective decisions based on personal taste and the style of music being recorded. I will say that it is important that the drum heads are relatively new and tuned well. Drum heads will lose their elasticity and tone as you play them over and over, and a new drum head can make a big difference in the sound of the recording. There are no set rules for how often to change your drum heads, but when in doubt, put on a new head and tune the drum before you get to the studio. The bearing edge. While you've got the head off of the drum, let's check to make sure all of the other parts are in optimum condition. Let's start with the bearing edge. The bearing edge is the part of the drum that actually makes contact with the drum head. Run your fingers around the edge of the drum to make sure that it's free of nicks or dents. If the bearing edge doesn't create a seal with the drum head, it can cause the drum to buzz and make it difficult to tune well. The main cause of these dents is when drummers strike the bearing edge with a drum key while tuning. If you use a drum key to check the pitch around the tension rods when you tune, make sure you're not hitting the bearing edge. If you find something wrong with the bearing edge, I recommend you take it to a skilled drum repair shop to have it recut. If your local music store doesn't provide this service, maybe they can recommend someone. The drum. You can measure the drum at different points of the bearing edge to make sure the drum is completely round. Put the drum on a flat surface and make sure it doesn't wobble and it's not warped. If the drum is deformed, it can also make it very difficult to tune well. The hardware. That also goes for the counter hoop that goes over the drum head. Make sure that it's not warped or wobbly. Apply some machine oil or WD-40 to all of the moving metal parts of the bass drum pedals and hi-hat stands to keep them from squeaking. Make sure you have felt washers on all of the cymbal stands where the cymbal rests on the stand so there is no metal to metal contact. On drums older than about 1970, it may be necessary to pack the lugs, that's the parts where the tension rods screw into, with some cotton. Older lugs use springs to keep the tension rod receivers in place and this can cause rattles when playing the drums. Modern lugs use plastic to hold the receivers in place so there shouldn't be a problem with newer drums. If you're not sure, unscrew the lug from the drum and look inside to see if there's a spring mechanism. If so, just place a little bit of a cotton ball in the lug to keep the spring from making noise. Just make sure to secure all of the lugs tightly when you screw them back onto the drum. The snares. The purpose of the snare wires on the snare drum is to rattle when the bottom head vibrates from the impact of striking the drum. That's what gives the snare drum its sound, but it can also produce unwanted sympathetic vibrations. 
For example, if a tom is tuned close to the pitch of the snare and is also positioned close to the snare, striking the tom may cause the snares to rattle excessively. If that's the case, try slightly detuning the four lugs closest to the snare wires on the bottom snare head. You can also try tuning the tom a little higher or lower to get its pitch away from the snare pitch. If that doesn't work, try putting little strips of felt between the snare wires and the bottom head. Do this sparingly as it can choke the snare sound. In general, keep in mind that hearing the snares when you strike the other drums is normal, and if the rattling is not excessive, it shouldn't be a problem. You may find that it takes a lot less time to dial in a good drum sound if you take care of these minor details before you enter the studio. If you take care of your drums, your drums will take care of you. I'm not sure what that means exactly, but it sounded good in my head. Thanks for listening. You can find me at drumlessonsinla.com. My name is Stefano Ashbridge. Until next time.